Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this post-election edition of Political Freedom. I'm your host, the Political Superman. I'm coming to you from a house divided. And I don't mean Democrat and Republican. I mean volunteer and Razorback. <laughs> and at this moment, my volunteers, good old Rocky Top Tennessee, is kicking the snot out of them Razorbacks by a whopping score of 13 to 0. Go Vols. Now, the time. 901 on the East Coast, 601 on the left coast. And today I'm going to make fun of my own my own side. What is it with these people that keep passing around this information about this great big DHS thing on ballots? Okay. So let me <laughs> let me just lay it out there. First and foremost, it ain't true. Okay, let me say it again. It ain't true. Okay. First of all, the federal government and the Department of Homeland Security has absolutely nothing to do with the printing of ballots. Nothing. That is on a state level, state by state. All of them use different vendors. Some use the same vendors, but most all of them bid out their their ballot processing. So everybody do me a favor and let's put that to bed. It ain't true. Um, so let's just drop that for now. Um, but I do want to know what everybody else wants to know, and that is how in the hell Joe Biden can go on TV and claim he has a clear mandate for climate control or climate change and systemic racism and any other number of things he said. Um, first of all, he doesn't have a mandate to do Jack Diddley squat. He has less of a mandate to do stuff than George W. Bush did in 2000. Okay? And it's quite interesting to see the parallels between this election and um, 2000. Now, in 2000, I saw voter fraud. I saw where people were trying to knock out chads for gore, uh, pregnant chads, dimpled chads, hanging chads. And it wasn't right then, and the stuff they're doing now is not right. I didn't support it then, and I don't support it now. And having said that, that's the ones when the ballots, when the chads fell out for my guy. You take a pencil and knock against that card and that Chad fell out, that's an illegal vote. You don't count it, no matter whose it is. Okay? So, 
let me address how I think this is all going to play out. Um, and then let me explain a few other things. I've had a lot of questions about this this week. So number one, um, Trump is challenging what is out to 176,000 votes in Pennsylvania. That across the state after 8 p.m. local time. According to Pennsylvania law, any ballot received after 8 p.m. local time is an invalid vote. Okay? Um, The Supreme Court has that case. If they uphold that, and I am almost 100% certain they will, that will flip Pennsylvania back to Trump. Okay, because the majority of those votes were Biden votes, including uh, the hundred that. Well, I don't know if the hundred thousand would be included in that, but a hundred thousand Biden only votes showed up at four o'clock in the morning. So amazing. Um, we, we shall see. But if the Supreme Court rules that those ballots are invalid, that'll swing Pennsylvania back to Trump. Um, Arizona, they're getting there, but they're it's going to flip to Trump because he's taken up 60% of the outstanding vote in Maricopa County. He needs 55. In Georgia, the military votes will most likely flip that back. He's only Biden's only up there 6,000 votes, and there are tens of thousands of votes left for the military. So we shall see North Carolina. They're done counting. I don't know what their deal is. I know they have to wait a few more days for me. Um, so that's four of the states. What about Alaska? Um, I don't know what why they haven't called Alaska. Again, I, you know, it's, and I said this before the election, that if it was going to be a long, drawn-out process, they would stall calling as much as they could unless it was going to give Biden a win, and we look at what happened. We just never expected Fox to be the first channel to call it. Yeah, well, they're in the tank for Biden anyway. And I'm assuming that Fox News is worried about being left out in the cold in a Biden administration as far as scoops. So we'll have to wait and see how that I really don't care what Fox thinks. They can scratch their little soft, hard spot. We're just going to wait and see how that plays out. So now I want to cover a few other things that I've been asked about and that people have had some questions about. So the first one is going to be how the presidential election process works. Okay. At the end of the day, electors chosen by the legislature of each state determines who our president is. The legislators determine how they're chosen. And um, where they're chosen. So let me give you an example. In Indiana, for example, their electoral votes go to the popular vote winner there in the state. Now, let's say that Biden won that state. And the legislature didn't like that idea. 
they could call a special session of their legislature and they could order those electors to vote for President Trump. That is well within their rights and they can do that. Every state can do that? So can I'm sorry? Every state can do that? Absolutely. When when the framers were designing the Constitution, one of the things that they were very clear about is that they didn't want the federal government involved in the election process at all. They wanted that reserved to the states. Right. And they took, that was the longest part of the Constitution that they spent the most time on. And so when they hashed it out, the electors can be up to the total number of their representatives in the House and the Senate, and they can choose to divide them up however they want to. Okay? The Constitution was very clear. That's why you've heard a lot of people over the years say that the presidential election is not a direct election process, and that's why. Because the people's vote in that really, if the legislatures wanted to push it, wouldn't matter. And for such a time is, as this, and and it is the, the founding fathers anticipated issues like this. And so Pennsylvania is controlled by Republicans in the legislature. Arizona's got Republicans. Georgia has Republicans. North Carolina has Republicans. And they can. And Michigan has Republicans. And they can order their electors to vote for whoever they want to. Wow. That's good news. So, and that is constitutional. And that can be done. Now, do they have the spines to do it? I don't know. And I will tell you that that just based on my own experiences, seeing how that process works, anytime people feel like a president has been imposed on them, the controlling party loses major in the following election. Okay? Now, so that's number one. Number two, and this one's going to be the hardest one to explain. Because I know Jill, uh, four years ago, two years ago, and on Tuesday night, had the same complaint. And then Amanda, um, she got to paying attention to the process, and she questioned it. So I'm going to attempt to explain it to some degree. And that is why a lot of these states get called when the polls just close. Okay? So I'm going to pick the state of Arkansas first. In Arkansas. Naturally. <laughs> no. Well, I wanted the easiest state I would choose to see, but choose Arkansas. So That's okay. in, the, in the state of Arkansas, when you go to register to vote and you go pick up a ballot, you have to declare it and it's in the primary, so I want everybody to hear me. You have to declare whether you're a Republican or a Democrat in this state when you pick up a primary ballot. Okay? And on the voter rolls, they have you classified as a Republican or a Democrat. Or an Democrat, because it was a general. You only declare in a primary. Okay, Let me clear that up. So, 
based on that role, the Republicans in this state outnumber Democrats almost 13 to 1. Okay? So when the polls close in this state, what they do is they look at, okay, Republican turnout was very high. Democrat turnout was on par. Most likely Republicans are going to win it, so we're going to call the state for Trump. But that can be a mistake because just because you declare a particular uh, political party in the primary, uh, there's Republicans that have, or Democrats that have voted Republican and vice versa. So it, it's, it's, it's a crapshoot when they do that, though. It is not. It's actually a science. It is called political science. Uh, yeah, well, okay. Here's how it works. Okay, so if when I look at the voter rolls as a political hack, when I look at them and I go look at people, I look at let's say that Amanda in the last primary, the Republicans really didn't have anybody that was pushing, so we wanted to do Operation Chaos. So she requested a Democrat ballot. She voted for the weakest Democrat there was. Okay? But every other primary, she's voted Republican. Well, she stays on the Republican side. And, and this is done by both parties. It's done by the states. I mean, they, they study this stuff. Okay, So when they make a call, they're making a call based on the number of votes that each party has, based on the number of independents, and how the independents break. They know this stuff. So let me use Michigan as an So let's travel up to Michigan. And in the state of Michigan, you have three Democratic strongholds, very populous Democratic strongholds. You have Flint, you have Detroit, and the Auburn Hills area. Okay? Those are the three Democratic strongholds in Michigan. So when they show up in high number, so let's say that they show up in high numbers, but you're seeing weaker turnout in other parts of the state. Well, the Democrats are going to tend to do better there. So when they go and make a call, if you see that 300,000 ballots are coming in for the Democrats in, let's say, Detroit, and you're seeing in the rural areas half the number of votes come in, that you normally would see, you can safely make a call that it's most likely going to go that way. Now, there has been times where they've had to make switches. Okay, They had to switch Wisconsin four years ago. Um, so there are some bucking of trends, but it don't generally happen. Okay, When they make the call, it is because it's trending, and they do look county by county. Uh, California, for example. I can tell you right now that unless Donald Trump got 70% of Los Angeles' vote, 50% of um, – hang on just a second. Barbara, take over a second. Um, well, let's see. Let's um, let's, um, <clears throat> I was explaining before we started that um, – Fox has lost a lot of viewers. 
after that stunt they pulled on Tuesday. Um, on Tuesday night, their viewership was 14.7 million. On Wednesday, it was 6.5. And CNN beat them. So, and they've been playing defense ever since Tuesday. Well, you know, we stand by our decision. No, you're in the tank for Biden. I've been having this feeling for the last six months. I know that Paul Ryan, the rhino, is on the board of directors. I also know that uh, Dan Abrams, um, he used to run by PD. He also used to be on MSNBC. He is now working with Fox. He's an ultra-liberal. So I've gone to watching Newsmax now. I really well, Newsmax allows you to stream their news without having a cable subscription. So a lot of people... Yeah, I watch it on, I can watch it on TV. All right, so All right. back to how they call these. It's not... It's not set in stone when the TV channels call this stuff. And so many people think it is. But it is not. So, like now, even though Fox, the AP, and several others, I know CNN jumped on the bandwagon, have called the race for Biden. This race is not over until December the 14th at 3.15 in the afternoon. Okay? On December the 14th at 3.15 in the afternoon, when they cast their ballots, it will be over. But not before then. And anything can happen. So I need people to understand that just because TV calls it doesn't mean that it's over. So you're saying that Michigan on December 14th, 13th, can say, I'm not satisfied with the results and we're backing Trump. Yes. They can. And all these, and all these battleground states can do the same thing. Yes. Once he lost once he won last time, this time. Yeah, they could. Now, I will be honest. I think that there would be a, an electoral, an electoral revolt, revolt in two years, and the Republicans would lose everything. Well, how can how can they lose? Okay, now that you've gone through all of that. Can you address what the, some of the stuff that I sent you that um, the president no, is actually working on? Well, okay, so I have not watched that hour-long video you sent me. Um, as a matter of fact, I saw it just before we come on the air, so I have not had time to watch it. I okay, well, that's fair it. enough. I, I appreciate that, you know. But I'll tell you what, it's pretty damning information. That's what I'm going to say without going into a lot of detail. It's called 
operation information, I believe, and I think it's worth a view for anyone who has access to it. Is that the one? So, that if you'd like, we can get it. Pardon me. Is that the one that the watermarked ballot? Yeah. No. No. Okay. Wrong. This is a this is an investigative firm that after the Beto O'Rourke Ted Cruz midterm, they did lots of studying. Okay, lots of studying. So I would take a look at that. Uh, the other one that I sent you, Fabian, um, would be more along the lines of what you're talking about. But that the, the, this whole watermark thing is is something that is. Uh, really up in the air and really like off the charts as far as I'm concerned. I do believe that there has been a, a, um, a um, something implemented within the Department of Homeland Security, but what to what extent, I don't know. It has not. It is actually illegal to track a ballot in the way that that guy went on there and claimed. Okay, the Department of Homeland Security... <laughs> You're talking about a watermark or a blockchain type thing. The blockchains are illegal. I don't care about watermarks. All ballots have watermarks in them. All companies use those when they print the stuff just kind of as a... For the state, right. So, um, and listen, Democrats would have access to watermarked ballots. They can create the watermark using Adobe or Word. I mean, it's not something that's big and complicated to do. Okay. The operation information video basically discusses how easy it is for them to where everything is stored, um, which will surprise a lot of people. And not only that, but also how easy it is to manipulate the numbers on the computer system. Now, um, that brings me to the report that was on Fox last night, if you'll let me finish, about the ballots that were the 6,000 ballots that they found from the glitch software, and she said it was the same thing that happened in 47 other counties, and that was through a GOP director, okay? So uh, she, she also was concerned that it was going on in other states, and there was a, a report today that came out that there was a second state that this software is being used. I know there's, from what I've seen on the the video I mentioned to you to watch the hour-long one, that there's about six different companies that they use or that have the computer software available for various election software, if you will, for the state. So it's worth, it's worth taking a look at that. There are actually 18 states that use the software that was accused of switching the votes. Okay? Hmm. And while they did talk about the, the votes. Here's, yeah, see, the problem is, and, and this, this is part of the issue, is that there's a, grain in, there's a grain of truth in some of these stories, but they don't tell the whole thing, okay? So that county chairperson that came out and said what she said, she says, well, we found 6,000 votes that were switched to Biden. Well, what she didn't tell you is that the actual software is what gave them the alert that this fell safe within this software. And it did happen in multiple counties across several states, and they shut down those machines and were able to retrieve the receipt 
because the receipts printed the correct information, it was tabulated incorrectly. So they reran the receipts and fixed the issues. So do I okay? Think but she said it went from Democrat to Republican. No, it went from Republican to Democrat. And they the machine. Okay, but that wasn't the report. You're talking about you're talking about where they voted for Trump, but they posted for Biden. Is that is yes. that what you're talking about? No, what I'm talking about was that they gave it to Biden, and they found out that there was a glitch, and that it should have been given to Trump. Okay, so yeah, and they did find it. They did correct it. And yes, it happened in multiple counties across multiple states. But there was a fail-safe. That's the thing. There was a fail-safe. And so when they checked the receipts that these computers print out, when you vote using these machines, they print you a receipt. You look on that receipt, and you make sure that it shows, because it will show you what you voted for in each category and how you voted. What was happening was that it was not, excuse me just a moment, that it was not tabulating on the computer correctly, but the receipts were correct. So when they went to do what's called a reconciliation, they found that there were thousands more receipts showing Trump than the computer was showing Biden. So they were able to fix that. So that's why I told everybody uh, prior to election day, make sure if you go vote in person and you use those computers, you get your receipt because the receipt shows who you voted for. And you check it before you push that button. So Okay, well we didn't we didn't uh use we didn't the state of Indiana for one didn't use uh the computer this time around. We had a paper ballot and we put it in an envelope and submitted it into a fail safe or safe whatever. Um and they were counted, so that's how we voted, using a ballpoint pen. Yeah, wow. not every state uses that. Not a Sharpie. Okay. It's, just, it's just like the Sharpies. No, we didn't have Sharpies. We had the ballpoint pens. We had the right ones, the legit. <laughs> it's like the Sharpie when they reported the Sharpie story. Well, they report there's all this trouble with those Sharpies, but yet we find out from the Secretary of State's office, Republican, that the ballots were designed in such a way that bleed-through didn't affect the machine. And they showed on camera, they fed some receipts, some ballots in a sample machine to show them how these Sharpies were being read. And while I wouldn't have used a Sharpie, 100% of the ballots they put through came out correctly. So, Well, that, according to the one girl that was on the video, she said that they tried putting her ballot through twice with the Sharpie, and it did not go through, and they told her that it was just kicked, that it was just tossed. It was like she didn't have a, have a vote. So she did well, complain, and she, she did report it. Well, that's the that's the issue, okay? That's that's where there's all these problems. When you get the news, you're getting part of the news, and you're not getting the whole you're not getting the whole thing. 
And so that's that's where we, we run into all these problems. Instead of instead of them saying hey, Well if it's le- listen, if it really comes down to that it's legit and the president should concede, then why hasn't he? So, then why is he doing what he's doing? I'm not saying everything's legit. I'm just I'm pointing out that there are certain situations that have been blown up that shouldn't have been blown up. Now in Pennsylvania, where 200 plus thousand ballots show up out of the blue, 100,000 of them showed up at four o'clock in the morning and were all for Biden. Biden vote, yeah. And that was the only thing marked on the ballot. Yeah, that's a problem. And so didn't they didn't they say that silly? I have it. Okay, in Michigan, where more people vote than live in a particular county, yep, I got an issue. In Wisconsin, where in multiple counties they had more people register in one day, is uh, scientifically probable or possible, I have a problem. Okay, and these mail-in ballots in a lot of states, they're checking postmarks they're not checking the uh for example in georgia georgia has some of the tightest uh voter laws in the country okay but yet in the cobb county Gwinnett county uh cobb county and fulton county they seem to forget that there are rules and they accepted hundreds of thousands of ballots after the election well guess what in Georgia, it doesn't make a damn if your ballot's postmarked for the same day of the election. If it's not in the office when those doors close, your vote does not count. Okay? But yet, all of a sudden, these Democratic counties want to count these ballots. Because in Georgia, I'm just going to tell you, a Democrat doesn't win a statewide election in that state. Okay? And even Cobb County has not always been Democrat like it's went the last two election cycles. But there's still not enough vote in that state to switch that state blue. Yet right now where we stand is they're trying to say that Georgia is going to go blue and that it's going to be determined by the military ballot? I think not. Okay. No, so, I don't think so. There has been an there's been an organization, and I'm, I'm very you're you're, um, you're breaking up. <laughs> there has been an organization that has been working their butts off to verify ballots. Okay, and what they have found so far is that 15,000 dead people have voted. And this is just in these five counties. 15,000 dead people have voted. Nearly 10,000 juveniles voted. Okay, And as much as I disagree with the process for felons or or ex-felons to be able to vote in Georgia, uh, nearly 20,000 felons have voted. And in Georgia... 
Georgia is not a recovery state. Okay, mm-hmm. Georgia is not a state where you can get your voting rights back. So that is. Uh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just looking yeah. at Wisconsin. I'm looking at Wisconsin. Yeah. Vote there. Joe Biden, 49.6. Oh, okay, never mind. I can't. I can't. Oh, God. I thought I thought Trump had forty nine point nine. Sorry. Wisconsin is what they did was they wanted to ensure that they get their blue wall back. And so they're gonna get it by hook or by crook. Right. They've been planning this for four years. Yes. They've been planning it, it for four years. And the Democrats the Democrats can vote until they win an election. That's how it works. Yeah. All right. And wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, it isn't how it works. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It, it doesn't make it legal. I'm not saying it's legal. I'm just saying that's how Democrats do. I mean, you know, the virus was a gift to them. How do you think they got away with these mail-in ballots? Yeah. So yeah. now, that all well, those those ought to be those ought to be completely eliminated because the bottom line is is that there were millions of people that went on polling day and voted face to face, you know, at the polls, and we did what we had to do. And there's been an uptick in cases. There's been an uptick in cases in, in Indiana and a lot of different states. But nevertheless, the people are going on with their lives, you know. And I mean, this business of we can live in fear is ridiculous. So this is not how I want to live. And I know that God is still on the throne. And somehow, some way, um, you know, things are going to work out either way, no matter who ends up in the Oval Office. But... You know, come on, let's let's keep things in perspective here and, and maintain the peace of, of that the Lord gives us. But you know, the bottom line is is that um, is that we kept the Senate and we're going to keep the Senate, and we may flip the House before it's all said and done. In which case, there's our wall because we'll construct we'll control the legislation. So if people are scared about losing their God-given rights, don't be. Because let me tell you something. When they take the oath of office, if it's Joe Biden standing there taking the oath of office, then by God, and the same with Kamala, Miss Camel Woman, you know, when, when she does, and I'm sorry, but I think she's the biggest fraud that ever lived, all right? And, and the bottom line is, is that they take the oath to support and defend our Constitution, and the first time they don't is when we need to step up and have them get out, because that's what they tried to do to President Trump. And it'll never happen. Democrats will not allow it. I'm telling you, Democrats. I, for one, am real sick and tired of people like Maxine Waters and and others getting away with making comments that are unconstitutional. Now, granted, we have free speech, and she can say whatever she wants to, I guess, in Congress. But when it starts promoting violence, that's where I draw the line. And I think that we have to have some boundaries set, and we got to start enforcing them. And that's going to require people standing up. 
contacting their legislators and saying, look, you need to address this person and you need to take care of it right now because we can't have this. People wonder why we're rioting in the streets. Well, when you've got a congressperson that's in an elected leadership position standing up and telling their constituents to go out and push people that think differently than they do when it comes to elections, Houston, there's a problem. And I saw the video of her saying it. So, you know, I mean, these career politicians are serious issues for us, as, as well as election reform. We need election reform. We need the foreign influence gone. Somehow, some way, we've got to get this changed. Well, the election reform has to come in, in the way of setting. There has to be a uniform way state by state to do this. States, states are not, yeah. Having 50 different ways to do this is not the way to go. And right now, yeah. that's what we have. We have, no, not we have 57 different ways to do this. So, well, all I can say is this, okay? When it comes to the computer software that they're using, it is a farce. It is a farce. There is no fail-safe. If there's identity theft, it can happen anytime to any one of us. Then it can happen to the federal government, too. And, excuse me, but there's way too many poll people working in our elections where you're going to have somebody that's nefarious, just like there's a bad cop, but that doesn't mean all of them are bad. So the, the point is, is that they're going to have to figure something out because the computerized situation is not working. Well, yeah, I've never had a problem with, with the computer system when I voted on it. I've always verified my vote, verified my receipt, and made sure everything was correct. I do think that we need to change uh, the system to where when somebody votes, they get a receipt and there's a paper trail along with computer trail. I think, mm -hmm. and yet they need to reconcile those. Okay, number one. Number two, um, I think you have to. I think you have to get some consistency amongst the states to make sure that a lot of people have the same, you know, Michigan has the same rules and guidelines as Indiana, as Tennessee, as Arkansas, as Montana. And the biggest thing is the voter ID. You have to have an ID to go get on a plane, go into a federal building, go to a convention. Okay? And so I think that voter ID is the first thing that needs to go through. Democrat, Democrats won't do that because then illegal immigrants couldn't vote. Well, and dead people can't vote. Dead people can't vote. Yeah, on that uh, video, they refer to them as ghosts, that people that uh, used to live at that residence that were registered to vote that haven't been taken off the voter rolls. They say, in fact, I wanted to share this tonight. 
that I hear on this video that people should go and contact um, the state and have their address checked. And there's actually a website that's listed on that video that you can go to to request it, to have your address inputted, and you can see who's, had, uh, who's been on the voter rolls for your state for your address. And if it's anybody other than you and your people that are living there, then it needs to be removed, and you have to notify the state to get it done. Yeah, I've already checked mine. Mine's okay. Well, Democrats have really fought against the voter rolls being purged. Yeah. They've done what? They don't want the Democrat. They don't want the rolls purged. They don't want dead people removed. They don't want illegal immigrants removed. They don't want. Well, you know what? It's nice to want. Huh? It's really nice to want, but the states are sovereign, and the politicians don't call the shots. The citizens do. Yeah, well. How many more people are going to be able to stand up and fight for it? That's what I want to know. Well, uh, you know what I want to know? Do you really think 74 million people voted for Joe Biden? I mean, let's get real. Do you really believe for one second that a man can sit in his basement for months and depend upon polls that are promoted on the media only to get him elected by 74 million votes? I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. Especially when he stood up and said he's going to lock down our country and stood up and said he's going to raise all of our taxes. For heaven's sakes, we went up against the British because of the taxes. So people that are citizens of this country had better wake up and realize what we're dealing with here. We're not dealing with somebody who is heavenly, like they're trying to promote that they are. They talk about, we've taken back the soul of our nation. Give me a break. Soul, yeah, well, they don't know anything about soul when they eliminate most of them from the womb. All right, so now we're going on. And Well, before you go on, I just want you to know Arkansas is ahead by one point. Yes, we know that. Thank you. We we did <laughs> discover that albatross, but it is okay. <laughs> All right. So, oh my gosh, you guys cannot keep sports out of it, can you? <laughs> Everybody gets lucky every now and then. Not Tennessee. All right. So, going on. One of the things that now, okay. So, the legal challenges. Um, do I think that Trump will end up pulling this out? I think it's 50-50. 50-50. If all things legal and all things on the side of the law, he wins. Here's a couple of problems. In Pennsylvania, I don't think they obeyed the order to separate all the ballots. No, they didn't. And but they also didn't obey the order to allow the observers in either, and that was court-ordered. I gave, I know Alito gave them until 2 o'clock today to... Who's laughing? And the Democrats Bob. pretty well gave them a big 
uh, Democrats pretty well gave them a big fu. And the issue is the Supreme Court really has no teeth in their oars because they don't have a legal arm to go after anybody. Um, they can order all day long, and the states can basically say, you know, stick it. Now, having said that, if the Supremes order those ballots thrown out, and I'm assuming they're going to, um, Pennsylvania will flip. Then what they're going to do is they're going to bring Nevada back into it. Um, and that's why the networks very quickly called three states today. So, uh, you know, we, we'll see how the legal system plays out. I know that there are people such as myself that are, are trying to come up with ways to make sure that we we teach people, educate people, go after lobby legislatures, go after legislators if they, you know, aren't doing what we're supposed to be doing. But this is the part of the program where if we've not talked about an issue you want to talk about, you can bring it up. We'll talk about it. So, Barbara, take it around and let's get those issues. He keeps laughing. Did you call me? Yeah. Okay. The only one here named Bob. First thing, uh, last time I spoke, I mentioned that Arkansas was ahead by one. Now they're ahead by eight. Yes, we know. Yes, we know. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Got a a question for you, Jack. You're talking about uh, people voting in the primary and they have to determine, they have to um, declare whether they're a Republican or a Democrat. And then when it comes to a general election, that um, the posters, the strategists use that to determine where the votes are so they can, you know, make a prediction. But what if you don't vote in the primary, but you vote in the general? And that happens a lot. So what they do is say birds of a feather flock together logic. Okay. So, for example, in Indiana, you know that most of the votes that come out of Indianapolis are going to be blue. Okay. And if the rest of Indiana is showing up at, okay, so let's say the half of Indianapolis votes in the primaries, the other half don't. Okay, you know that Indianapolis is going to be primarily Democrat. So you can base the percentages on if a standard of 65% of the vote in Indianapolis generally goes to the Democrat, well, you can use the logic of 65% of that vote. If that vote tends to tick up higher, then your prediction is going to be correct. If it ticks lower, then you may be proven wrong. But generally, they look at trends, and most of them hold true unless you have an anomaly. There were four anomalies in my lifetime, 1980, 1984, 1992, and 2016, okay, where those particular strategies didn't work. In 1980, uh, pollsters underestimated the American resolve. In 1984, they predicted, you know, Walter Mondale was ahead of Reagan up until two weeks before the election. 
and nobody expected a 49-state landslide for Reagan. In 1992, uh, Bush was predicted to win. However, the Ross Perot effect hurt him. It split the Republican vote. And so those projections were wrong. And then in 2016, you had people... uh, you had people that showed up for Trump that throwed the models off even on election day because the blue wall wasn't there to the degree that it normally is. So it's not a 100% perfect science, but it is a science nonetheless. Understand. Thank you. Okay, chill. Yes, I'm here. Yes, I'm here. Um, I just wanted to share something that I got from a friend of mine today who happens to um, have a direct line, if you will. And I just want to read this. Um, This is from a friend of mine by the name of Sue. I'm not going to give her last name, although for those who are my friends online um, on Facebook, it's posted there on my timeline. But it says about 11 a.m. I was on a conference call with Trump's campaign legal team. They are going to continue to legally fight this. There are razor, then thin margins, and uncounted votes. They said the counting in Nevada had severe irregularities, and more than 3,000 voted that weren't eligible. The courts ruled in Philadelphia that Trump could have someone watching the count, but Philadelphia defied those court orders. Pennsylvania had 100,000 provisional ballots. I've worked the polls for 20 years, and that number of provisional ballots is unreal. Wisconsin is doing a statewide recount. The team said there are three things we can do. Donate to the Legal Defense Fund on his website. They said they are not asking for donations. They're just saying this is something that can be done. Second, Call the voter fraud hotline at the Trump headquarters if we know of anyone that needs to file a report about irregularities or voter fraud, especially in the battleground states. The phone number is 1-800-895-4152. Again, 800-895-4152. And third, stay at the ready. They will keep us posted on how we can help. They said the president isn't doing this for himself. He's doing it for us. And I believe him. So there you have it. So let me correct a misnomer that was in that statement. Um, Wisconsin is not, in fact, in the middle of a recount. They are, in fact, in the middle of what is called a canvas. And the canvas is what they do is they go in and they check all their machines, make sure that everything matches up with, again, their fail-safes. And generally, during this uh, canvas, if there's any ballot votes that weren't counted, anything missing, left somewhere, and it does happen, Scott Walker is proof of that, um, they will find them and add them to the tabulation. At the end of that canvas, if it is still within 1% of 1%, then they will trigger a recount. But as of right now, and that recount's manual, so it's not one that will be done in, you know, a few hours. This is one that they manually count all the votes. Yeah, that takes a long time. 
Well, and I understand, I had heard earlier that he was going to be back in, that, um, uh, in fact, it was from uh, one of his posts or tweets, I can't, sometimes between Facebook and Twitter, I can't recall where I saw it, but it was from President Trump himself, and he did say he was going to be in court on Monday. Just so well, that people, if the, those that are wondering, you know, what's going, going to happen here in the days ahead, he's going, to, he's going into court. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Well, nobody's surprised at that. Everybody's expected it. What he's got to do, and I've said this all week, he's got to go through the states, let the states deny him, and they are doing that. And that's what he wants, to be honest with you. Because once he gets through the state courts, then he can ask for federal relief, which is how we got Pennsylvania in front of Alito. Um, the next one up, um, and they need to focus only on, uh, even in Nevada, uh, Nevada court struck down an ability to recount. Excuse me, Clark County. Clark County is the largest county in the state, and that's where a lot of those ballots miraculously appeared. And the out-of-state ballots and everything that's being done is emanating from Clark County. And the court struck down his ability to recount Clark County. So, um, yeah, we need to be. Yeah, the Trump legal team, Jay Sekulow and company. And by the way, the thing I find interesting is Jay Sekulow hates President Trump. Absolutely yeah. despite him. Um, and, and I have that on, on excellent authority, someone that works with Jay Sekulow every day. Um, she says that they absolutely hate President Well, when I say they, I don't mean they as in she does, but he does. Then but why would he be doing anything for him? money and exposure. If you look at his video mm -hmm. he posted last night when they went to the Supreme Court, mm -hmm. I watched the video. Now, Jay Sekulow suffers from what I call a Napoleon complex because he's the shortest man I've ever known in my life. No, really? <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's the um, yeah. His, um, if you'll notice, at the, at the end of his thing, He wants everybody to donate to the ACLJ or ALCJ, uh, ACLJ is what I think it is, and keep supporting the ACLJ. He's doing it for money. I mean, he's being paid big bucks by the Trump campaign. And it's money and exposure for him. But, yeah, he doesn't like President Trump. Um, Giuliani is a much better lawyer, just to be quite honest. Uh, yeah. Now, we do have to watch. Let's see how this is going to play out. It's going to be quite interesting to see how how and where this goes and, and how much Amy Coney Barrett comes to this. Because, you know, Kavanaugh and Barrett are uh, from the 2000 recount. You know, they were, they were involved in the 2000 recounts in Florida. Oh, I see. Okay. They have some experience in there. Gotcha. Interesting. That's real interesting. <laughs> yes, and Bob, we already know that Arkansas just made a front field goal. I didn't say a word. I know what you were thinking. All right. So, all right, who's next? 
guess that would be me. I just, I find it hard to believe that people would actually want to live in a socialist country. That they would actually want to give up their freedoms, give up their guns, give up their freedom of speech, freedom of religion. I'm just not buying it. I just, you know, I said before, Democrats have been planning this since January 20th, 2016. They have this out. The virus was a huge gift to them, which I still think that they are responsible for. Uh, Bill Gates owns the Wahoon Lab, and he's best friends with Anthony Anthony Fauci. Yep, another one, another one despises Trump. So I, I just—they're all in cahoots. Yeah, I, I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that people would vote this piece of you know, garbage. Yeah. Well, look at the majority of the people. Look at the majority of the people you're talking about. One, they never looked at the Russian bear. They never saw communism and socialism and what it did. And they don't pay any attention to Cuba and Venezuela. And think about it. At that age, you know, if everything's going to be free, hey, you know, what's wrong with socialism? Free school, free health, free housing. Hey, I don't. Till it all goes away. Till it all goes away. Like I said to my brother. What I'm trying to say is they're not going to have to work my foot. (laughs) That have. Well, that's right. But they don't understand that. Like I said to my brother. It's like my brother. Like I told my brother when Obama stole the election in 2012. That. um, well, it's hard to argue with Santa Claus. Yeah. And, the, you know, I mean, they don't think, they don't research. I can tell by reading some of their posts, they have no idea what's going to happen to this country. No idea. Well, it goes, back, it goes back to what, what Jack has been saying. Somehow or another, these people need to be Educated. Now, how we do that, or how that they gets don't want to be educated. Yeah, they don't want to be educated. Yeah, you got to have a willing participant. That's right. You, yeah, right. Because I've told them time and again when I'm on these liberal sites. Okay. Research, but research. Okay, stop. Time out. Oh, you can't. Everybody else. You can't. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. I need everybody. Everybody to listen. Okay. Number one, you are correct. You can't teach somebody that doesn't want to learn. However, there's so many people out there that don't know that they don't know. Okay? So you have to make it available to them. And like I've said so much over the past several days, is that, yes, you've got organizations out there that do things, but number one, they're bought and paid for by big money. Okay? All of them. Okay, the Heritage Foundation, you know, they're 
they're indebted to the Koch brothers. The Pew Research Center, they're indebted to their group. The George Soros-funded people. You need a group that is completely funded by nickel and dime donors. And I think we can create that. But the point is, is that when you educate people, you have to do things in a three-pronged approach. Number one, yes, you have to educate those that don't know that they don't know. And there's a lot of them. Number two, not only do you have to educate those people, but you have to create a call to action. And you do that precinct by precinct, county by county. You don't do it state by state. You don't do it nationally. You do it precinct by precinct. Okay? And that's how you turn the tide. Okay? Just like the liberals have been doing. And they do it through indoctrination. We do it through education. And education will win over indoctrination every time when put to the full test. And that's how you do it. Is Mark on here by any chance? No, he's working. Well, I'm curious. Did anybody watch? happen to watch the... the Harris and Biden speech tonight? No, I have no. Yes. I have no. No. Yes. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. Yes. Well, okay, I, good. Not, so would you fill us in? Because I have no interest really in knowing what they think. I, I, I can't stomach the vice president-elect, okay? I can't stomach her. I understand. She is a fraud. So. I, I agree a hundred percent, but you know, as I, my, as the same thing my sister said, I can't watch it. I don't. Want, I said, well, as Sun Tzu said, you know, know your enemies, and if you don't, okay, so you, don't, you know, what did he say? It was it, they were good speeches, you know, but and one thing Biden towards the end he started to falter a couple of times. He said. Uh, Millions when he said or said thousands, and he immediately corrected. But, you know, I'm going to be a uniter. I'm going to bring the country together. We need to get along. Yeah. It was, uh-huh. You know, it's hard to synopsize all the bullshit, and that's what it was. Um, well, I got, yeah, because I got news for him. You don't call me a chump three days before I vote and then turn around and ask to be united. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. Not with me. No, no, it's not a chump, dear. It's a deplorable, despicable, ugly chump. It's yeah, right. thank you. Yeah. And we smell. Okay, so, and we smell. And we smell so, because we, we shopped at Walmart. Here's my, here's my thing on that. Okay, and I've read the transcript. I was reading the transcripts of his remarks, and here's the deal. Um, All I've heard this whole campaign from the Democrats is social distancing, social distancing, wear a mask. Now, I haven't heard that. Thank you. It's been coronavirus and and anti-Trump. Now, I haven't heard a damn thing about the thousands upon thousands of people that are currently protesting outside the White House and the thousands upon thousands that took to the streets to celebrate uh, in New York City, uh, you know, de Blasio country, it's okay to gather in mass crowds as long as you get what you want. And, you know, I'm simply going to say this. 
that while Biden may very well take the oath of office on January the 20th, um, I'm not going to say he's not my president because whether we like it or not, whoever is taking the oath of office at 1201 is in fact our president. Is our president. That's correct. Um, But number two, that doesn't mean I have to like it or agree with it, and I will use what little knowledge I possess to teach others to fight against it in a legal and constitutional way. Now, I'm going to tell you that these groups that are popping up on here, there's one group that just got banned today that somebody asked me about. I think it was Jill that asked me about it. Um, The group just got banned for inciting riots, trying to incite riots against the Democrats. Listen, that makes us no better than Black Lives Matter. Wait a minute. What group are you talking about? I don't think I had anything to do with that. Um, somebody mentioned the group to me. Stop the steal. I think it is. No, I had no. I no. I I have, I have no clue what that's about. Or army army for Trump. No, that part, that group got banned a couple of days ago. The stop the steal got banned today. Um, Basically, what they did is they went in there and then they want everybody to take to the streets and and riot like the Democrats do. The minute, and I need everybody to listen to this, the minute that Republicans take to the streets and begin to destroy things, we are no better than they are. Okay? We lose our argument. Right now, we have the high ground. We have the moral high ground. And listen. As much as I despise the idea of a Democrat being able to take the oath of office on January 20th, the best thing that could probably happen to the Republicans and the people of this country is for the Democrats to expose who they are. So far, they have not, but they will when they put us back in the – and by the way, that Paris Peace Accord that they keep talking about, it ain't going to happen. And That's a Paris Climate Accord. Do you mean the climate? climate? Because it's a treaty. And guess who has the power to put us in treaties? Not the president. Congress. Uh, more specifically, the Senate. That is their job. The Senate. Yep. Oh, really? So that Paris Peace Accord can kiss it because it ain't going to happen. Also, Oh yeah, he said yeah. Unless Biden decides to start acting like Obama and threatening to shut down the government every time he wants something to get passed, that's what Obama did, and and Ted Cruz called him out for it, and and that is what really concerns me. Well, the president takes the president takes the heat over government shutdowns, and if I was the Republicans, I'd shut it down. Because most people don't truly work, understand how shutdowns work anyway. Yeah, they furlough people, but generally, well, always. It's, it's a two-week vacation. <laughs> a two-week paid vacation because they get paid as soon as they come back to work. Right. And they get paid for all their back pay. Like in, in 93, when Newt shut down the government, it was shut down for two months. Mm-hmm. Not only did they get money from the uh, Congressional Bank. And yes, they have a Congressional Bank still. Um, but they got back pay. 
So uh, people need to understand that this isn't, you know, it's a government shutdown is not as bad as they like to make it sound. It's a shutdown of non-essential services. All essential services continue to function, and they use uh, government slush funds that have billions of dollars in them anyway um, to fund those things. So it's not like it's a big deal. But I think I'm, that I'm curious about something. I need to ask a question when you have a minute. Go ahead. How, uh, who was responsible for for allowing mail-in ballots? Is it it, well, it was a mistake? I'm assuming because not all states did it. But I'm just saying the where they where did where they did the mass mail-out ballot thing to everybody. I think whoever approves that. And how how is it that they can constitutionally legally approve that, something like that? Because it's state by state. And the state legislatures are responsible for how the election process goes as long as they follow uh, the election clause in the Constitution. And the only thing the election clause says is that the election's held the first Tuesday of November and that the Electoral College meets on the third Tuesday of December. Well, should so otherwise the states are free to set their own standards. Let's take a state that sent out mass ballots. The legislature in that state is the one that should have made that requirement as part as a state law, as part of their law of governing elections. But it wasn't the legislatures, as I understand it. It was the bureaucrats. It was the election commission. It was the election supervisor. It was the state bureaucrats that made those determinations and made those rulings, for lack of a better word, and that's it. It, it, you know, it should be ruled, even if it ends up going to the Supreme Court, the, the U.S. Supreme Court, ultimately they should be ruled as unconstitutional. Yeah. Right or wrong. Right that's, or wrong. that's why I wanted to discuss it. Was I off base there, Jack? Hello? I'm sorry. Somebody's got a lot of feedback going on. Probably Tammy. Anytime the feedback gets Tammy. Yeah. We haven't heard from there. Tammy. Tammy, would you? Well, if Barbara, was it you? Because I could. I've just. It stopped. It just now stopped. I Weird. On. I'm watching the football game muted. So. Somebody in the car. <laughs> All right, Bob. What was your question? Okay. Her he was he was answering mine. He we were talking about the about the um the mail-in situation. Or were you finished with mail in, that? Mail-in. Mail-in. question was. How did, they come about? how did they come about being? And. As I understand it, the state legislature is the one that should have made a law, passed it, and said, as part of their election regulations, and said, we will have mail-in ballots. Well, state no state legislature, again, that I'm aware of, did that. It was the bureaucrats in these states, the elections commissioners, 
you know, the head of the election board in the state that made a determination or a ruling that said, we're going to do this. Well, the states are responsible for their elections, as in the U.S. Constitution. But the state runs their election by state law, which is made by the state legislature. As far as I understand it, the leg- no legislature said we're going to use mail-in ballot or we're going to have the, the mail-in the mail-out ballots. Am I right or wrong, Jack? Well, there are certain there are certain legislatures that did do that. Okay, okay. Washington State does that, Oregon does that, and Pennsylvania did do the did do it in kind of a shortcut way. Did so, their legislature yeah. do it or did, did some bureaucrat do it? A bureaucrat did it through the elections department. So that that is where the challenges are coming in. That's where they're going to challenge some of that stuff. And that's gonna that's gonna happen in Wisconsin because what they did is they they used a an election board. But it still wasn't a legislature. It wasn't a passed law. Um, it was. It was in Washington State, Oregon, and California. It was not well, hell, in Pennsylvania. But, but they don't count. They're they're idiots anyway. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right about that one. You called that one right on the. <laughs> you know what? It's only Western Oregon, by the way. Eastern Oregon's got it right. I mean, they're still part of the same state, but they all voted uh, Republican, by the way. You got the floor, Jack. Go ahead. Well, well no, we I haven't heard that... from Tammy. We haven't heard from Tammy. I'm sorry. Okay, well, Tammy, go, Tammy. Y'all don't want me to talk because y'all say I got feedback. No, that wasn't the feedback, hon. You're, you're, well, I, I heard the, you're in the car, we can tell. But, um, and so there's some, but that's not the feedback I was talking about. Somebody had a TV on in the background, I could hear that. And then I also hear other stuff on the side. So it's like everything added in all together is, was rough, so. If everybody's just yeah. muted except you, well, we should be good. So I just had um, finished up work and had a quick little meal with three of the women that I work with, all, all Republicans, all Trump lovers, and um, they're just like having fit. <laughs> I'm like, y'all, we can just cannot hand this over to the ABC, NBC, CBS, LGBT, XYZ, our STD. They are not an <laughs> agency. Jill caught that yeah. one. And we just, you know, they're not even meeting until the 12th for the Electoral College. So, right. uh, so I've heard reports of um, people, you know, when the Biden came out and made his announcement or spoke today, there were people doing high fives in the mall and, and, uh, I think there's still some Republicans that are still in shock. So, uh, 
You know, we might want to look to see what the curve is from shock to mass <laughs> and see, see how long it's going to take to get mad. But there's supposed to be a rally in every capital tomorrow at noon in every state. For who? For a Trump, a Trump rally. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to say, you know, one of the things I've mentioned since this whole thing happened was that, you know, President Trump should just keep having his rallies. You know, Obama didn't want to leave office, and he moved right down the road, right? So, so Trump ought to move into Trump Tower there in Washington and, and just keep doing rallies, which he can do whatever he wants to, you know. And, um, and for the next four years, we'll just do that, and we'll... And we'll like keep the Democrats under a micro microscope, and um, you know, and we can we can play like we're the deep state, but he can keep having his rallies, and then he should run again in 2024. Only this time he should ask Ted Cruz to be his running mate, and then that way, when his four years is up, Ted Cruz can take another eight. How's that sound? <laughs> ah, I love it, Cruz crew. <laughs> God, here we go. Here we go. Well, it's going to be amazing to see what Trump will do between now and the 20th of January. I mean, he's still the president, and he can still... I think... Uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. He, Biden is gloating. And that's not a good thing to do. I Biden is going to what? He's, He's gloating. He's going to have a cerebral hemorrhage before he gets installed. He is, see, and, and I don't like people that gloat because they're phony. And I don't care if every news station in the world projected in the winter. He should not have come out three times. He's come out, what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and today. He's gaslighting people. He's gaslighting well, them. Ain't listen, gaslighting if, me. If I was, listen, if I was on his campaign staff, I'd tell him to be out there every day, too. I don't blame them for doing that. They're doing what I would advise my guy to do. I think he's wrong. Okay. It may be wrong because it's on the other side. If it was our guy doing it, it wouldn't be wrong. So yeah. I, under, I no, understand. He would no, he would have They all celebrate. Point. Hang on. After they go over to 70, they all have a celebration. It's, it's something they've done every single solitary time there's a presidential election. It's That's just part of it. Head. It doesn't make it right, but this is this is part of the problem when it comes to educating the masses because they don't understand that there's no confirmation that there's that he. I mean, he may have garnered the 270 votes according to the media, but there's nothing certified, and there is nothing that's been done with the electoral college yet. So there's well, time, you know. Until December, until December, until December the 14th, there will be nothing that can be done, and this can all play out. Remember that 
it wasn't determined with El Presidente Bush for quite a while. It was like 37 days. Yep. So, and that was just during the legal fight. You know, Gore was out there claiming victory. Bush was out there claiming victory. Both were doing what their respective parties are doing now. Okay? What you have different now is that you've got a candidate. And listen, if something happens to Biden between now and Election Day, you've got a, you've got a constitutional issue. Because if he can't take office, contrary to what people think, it is not Kamala Harris that will be sworn in. No, because really? we her. Kamala Harris uh, does not ascend to the office. If something happens to him before Inauguration Day, she's going to be singing the We Be Screwed song. Uh, and so are the Democrats, because this goes to the House of Representatives, and they choose the president. Remember, the House of Representatives chooses the president, the Senate chooses the vice president. Okay? And unless Kamala Harris wants to blow every senator in the U.S. Senate, they ain't choosing her. And that's one vote per state, right? One representative. It is one vote. It is one vote per state, and that would mean a Republican president, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Because, because not we, only do we have twenty-six, and if they did it after January the third, it would be. It would be 28 because we picked up two more legislatures this election cycle. Yeah. So Nancy yeah, Pelosi really. and company really don't want that to happen. Pissed at Nancy because they lost, what was it, five seats? What else are they? Huh? Hang on. Well, there's one other, one other thing you're talking about. Um, I missed a horror movie. The uh, the day inauguration day and all that. You know, there's there's several options here that we haven't talked about tonight. One is if Biden gets elected, if he gets certified. First option is the Democrats will ask him to step aside because they don't want it. And, you know, he'll be a, ask him to step aside, which, of course, he won't do. Second option would be the 25th Amendment after Inauguration Day, because you'll have a president, a vice president, and a cabinet. Vice president and the cabinet can start that 25th Amendment thing. The third option would be impeachment. And the fourth would be he'd get to meet the Clinton team. <laughs> I can't believe we're laughing about that, but you know, it, it's good Lord, guys. It's sad, I know. Well, I need Hey, you know what? An indictment could come down too on him and his son, and that would take care of business and impeachment. Never happen if he gets in office. Wrong again. A sitting U.S. president cannot be indicted. 
Okay. That's right. He's not and, a sitting U.S. president yet. Well, yes, it's not but gonna go, if, it's going to go away. Yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be buried. Now, before you go into the stratosphere, Jill, it doesn't make it right, but that's what's going to happen. But let me, let me explain. If, if he gets elected, if he gets elected, it'll go away. Yes. Let me explain to y'all something. That, let me explain something that's more dangerous than anything we've talked about. And that is that wonderful little thing called the 25th Amendment. Okay? Because I pointed this out to someone, and they like to croak. If the 25th Amendment is invoked and a President Biden is removed from office, it is still his term. He still remains president. He just has no authority until such time as the 25th Amendment has been rescinded. I want you all to think about that. Now, I've heard people say that Pelosi would assume assume the vice presidential role. That is not true. No. Down the road. Um, Nancy Pelosi, um, what would happen is there is no vice president, and Kamala Harris becomes the acting president. And theoretically... You know, two, three weeks before it's time to start running for re-election, they can rescind the 25th, make Joe president as a figurehead, run for re-election. The country will feel sorry for him. They'll vote for him. And then the 25th is invoked again. And then she can run for two terms. So everybody needs to... The much more dangerous prospect here is the 25th Amendment invocation. Okay, That is a much more dangerous proposition. And that is what I believe that the House of Representatives will try to do. The House of Representatives will try to, to encourage strongly the cabinet to invoke the 25th. And listen, this cabinet's going to be made up of Hillary Clinton, uh, yep. Pocahontas, um, AOC, Cory Booker. No, AOC's not. They won't pull her out of that seat. They want her left in that seat. Uh, uh, we're going to see Beto O'Rourke. We're going to see Buck Gage in there. <laughs> Secretary, Secretary Buck Gage will be in there. Yep. AG and, uh, Cuomo. Cuomo will be AG. Um, they won't remove him out of New York because if they take him out of New York, New York will go Republican for governor. Remove him. I'll tell you what Republicans need to do. They need to run as Democrats in a lot of these areas, win the election as the Democrat, and then everybody switch their affiliation to a Republican. talking about some mad cookies. <laughs> That's what Democrats Yeah, well, that would, that would turn around and backfire again four years later. I mean, I, you know, look, I don't want to play the games. I just want to win Listen. it. <laughs> Listen, it might very well, it might very well backfire in two years when they're up for re-election, but imagine what we can get done in two years. Yeah, did you know, did you know that Lindsey Graham, I love Lindsey, 
Um, Lindsey Graham, the speech. Yeah, he donated five hundred thousand dollars to um, the legal fund, the Trump legal fund. Well, because yeah, he then he turned around. Then he turned around and said he was going to embrace, you know, Joe Biden as president, which they all do, and try to work with him, but try to well, hold on to his conservative values. And you know, I listen. My my issue with Lindsey is he's always been a part of the establishment, and you know, and and that's it in a nutshell. With Lindsey well, Graham, he can, say, he can say one thing and mean another. I don't you know. I don't blame I don't blame a lot of these representatives for saying, look, if the legal issues don't play out the way we hope they play out, then I'm going to work with the administration. They have to do that. That is just the way it is. Yeah, yeah, they all say that, and then, then they go to Washington, and gridlock sets in. Well, gridlock, listen, the only thing saving the stock market right now is the fact that there is gridlock. And I'm going to tell you all, on Monday, they'll have to close the stock market early because it is going to go into a free fall on Monday. Real. The Over-the-weekend futures, after the announcement today, the futures market, um, Went looked like it was going downhill in a snowstorm on a sled. Yeah. That's how fast it tanked. Judge Sinead. Judge Sinead. So people need to be. Listen to this. Judge Janine Puro has been suspended by Fox for covering voter fraud on her show tonight. Okay. Then she'll get hired by she'll get hired by Newsmax and join Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, I I think Kennedy should go over there. Tucker should go over there. There goes the free speech, baby. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, well that that really she'll sue him and retire if she's smart. I lost respect. No, we need her. I lost respect for Fox on Tuesday. Now I have no desire to. Uh, why did Judge Janine? Why did she get fired? She got suspended for covering why? voter fraud. You're not allowed to cover voter fraud on Fox anymore. You see, and I'm looking for Tucker to be. Suspended, Hannity will be suspended, Laura Ingram will be suspended because they all talk about it. Huh? Truth. They're the only truth. Well, I agree. I, I hope talk. they all have a big enough set have a big enough set to go ahead and talk about it, and uh, then see what. Yeah. Huh. That's when, you know, I'm telling you, I posted this in our group. There needs to be a class action lawsuit by the citizens because I'm going to tell you something, folks. I did over 25 plus years in the media in the advertising side, okay, as part as my career. My career was basically in the media. I had my own agency for 10 years, okay? And the bottom line is, is that they're all liars and they're based out of New York, Okay, they're feeding us a narrative constantly, which much of that President Trump was able to expose because he lived in it. He lived in it. He was part of it, just like I was a part of it. 
and I got out because I couldn't stand the lying, thieving crap that went on. So my point to you all is this. You have to stand back, take everything you hear from them with a grain of salt because they're all looking for ratings. They're all looking for money. It's, it's a living for them. This is their job. Try to separate that from the politics. See, this is what I don't get, Jack. Free speech remain undeclared. And yet, they're calling you right. Yes, because on the states that they've declared, wink, wink, nod, nod, it is, they've got 270. So you could have California, Texas, Washington, California, Texas, Florida, Illinois, New York. <laughs> you could you could have thirty states not called and they can call an election. So not all fifty states don't have to be declared. So, you know, people Yeah, it usually happens to the western states because they haven't finished even having their polls closed yet before they they used to um, declare a president. Remember? I mean, has anybody been old? Anybody old enough to remember those days? Yes. Yeah. But yes, oh I'm, I'm well. And then, and then they made a Go rule ahead. that said uh, you couldn't make any uh, any um, declarations, you know, until the last polls had closed on the West Coast. They did. They did stop that. Yes, they did. They did try to stop that. All right. So we've come to that part of the program where we are going to say good night to everybody. And here's the deal, guys. This is going to drag on for a little bit. We're going to see some ups. We're going to see some downs. But know that there are going to be people out there that are going to fight this and stand firm to protect the integrity of our election system. Remember, four years ago, the Russians, Russians, Russians were so involved, and now every vote is integral. And how dare you question the validity of our election system? Um, Stand firm, stand strong, and know that God's in control no matter what happens. And at the end of the day, America will survive however this goes. But... We, the people, need to learn to stand up and exercise our rights before they try to take them away, and we no longer have rights. you got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything because freedom is not free. It is only one generation away from extinction. Thank the soldiers for what they do because without them, we wouldn't have that freedom. Thank the families of soldiers for without them, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. And thank you to all of you who are standing strong and standing firm and making sure that all legal votes count. I'm the political Superman saying, have a good night, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.